In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. Hi, Derek Thomas, Monday Morning Critic. What's up, Damien? How are you? What's up, Derek? Nice to see you, man. So I've had some of the people involved with this project on the show with different projects, like Rob Morgan's been on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mo Brings Plenty's been on. <laughs> um, uh, and you know who's been on? The third name I'm going to give you uh, is a huge... I thought her score is freaking fantastic. Chanda's score and her opening and everything... The music for the show is absolutely wonderful before we get into the show yeah. itself. I mean, it captures me. It feels like this grandiose, huge movie, right? The music. Yeah, no, it's, um, yes, this is a palette of motion, color, and sound that is not really used on most of the episodic work in this town. I mean, this was, this was us shooting a eight hour film that just ended up you know, being chopped down in the episodic format. Mm. Yeah. I don't mm. think there was any, no, there were no days on set that were ever approached like, um, let's just go shoot this scene or we're shooting this show. There was always, um, and like you said, with names like, you know, Rob Morgan and just the rest, I mean, you know, Rob is a great talent and, but some of the names that he was even there with, it just was like, okay, but now we've got these people to do these scenes with. And these were a lot of, faces that you would see on a 90 foot screen right um, right and here we are which has kind of become a thing in taylor's universe right large names small screens if you will um but yeah it was just magnificent so there was no way to be able to approach any of these scenes uh or the music as you mentioned in a just oh this is episodic we just need a couple music cues here and that right. that no it had to be so much more purpose-driven man yeah, part of the fun for me is watching um, just the progression of how he manages his anger, right? Yeah. Like uh, George Reeves early on is needling him, like you're not <laughs> worth you're, you're not worth of being a human being. Right. Not only that, you're not worth being in heaven. Like there's no place for you there either. Yeah. And then he takes it and he eats it and he eats it until he cheats at cards, and then it's game over. Um, talk about talk about his performance, Steve's performance, and how wonderful that is, because it is so fun to watch him balance being absolutely ruthless with being calm and being kind of uh, under control. Our, um, that scene that you spoke of was actually uh, directed by Christina Voros, my other director. Correct, but correct. With, with respect to David's performance and Bass constantly being put in that scenario episode after episode you need david oyelowo is the best story i can tell you right david oyelowo yeah. is you know has a credit list that is unmatched it's beautiful it's all of the above but then when you get a chance to work with him you realize coming to work is a great human being an open human being a family man that probably finds some lineage between he and bass's story and he is going to give me a performance that is off of the page. So he's going to right. give you, just like if the lines in our scripts are lyrics, he is going to sing you every lyric as it was written. However, right. his performance of those lyrics, the cadence that he chooses, sometimes I joke with him that it's a little bit like reggae music because he has a reverb. And right. it's just brilliant. It's brilliant what he's able to take 
and to give back to you, which is just not a recital of what's on the page. And with that being done time and time again, I think is when you have the collection of these scenes, when you see some of his other actors, whether those people shared the stage with him in those respective scenes or watching Lauren Banks, who plays uh, his wife. Yeah, I can't work with Lauren without getting choked up. Right. right? right. Watching yeah. Demi Singleton, uh, you know, who plays his daughter. It's like there were days with Demi where I'm just like, so you're it. huh? You're like the person we got to watch for. Uh-huh. That's coming up because you guys are giving me these scenes in a way where this is a real family and I'm just shooting a reality show in the 1800s. Like that's that's what it became. Yeah. You know, and, and like you mentioned, Christina has like basically the first half of the show. You've got the second half as far as directing for those listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got to say early on, it's hard to watch. Right. It's almost very Quentin Tarantino like. Right. Because the words that are used, the slang that is used, it's it's tough to watch. So let me ask you, Damien. Because you're all in on the creative process, regardless if you directed the episode or not. You guys mm-hmm. are all in it together. Mm-hmm. What do you? What is the balance there, right? So you have to stay authentic to the times, mm-hmm. but you also don't want to be over the top. Like Quentin Tarantino can kind of be over the top sometimes. Oh so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where do you find that balance of like how far do we go before it is over the top? Well, you know, I think that's kind of up to each director. Uh, what I will say is this is a this is a show and this was a production environment where we were kind of given that freedom to be who or what we wanted and what we had discussed with our actors. Um, you know, as Lauren would put it, and I agreed every day, we just came to work trying to find the truth. So mm. the scene mm. was written and, and finding the truth does not mean, I think, I think for a person with lesser talent, yes, it means changing a line. It means I don't get that line. I don't understand. Mm. Lauren Banks and David Oyelowo, Amongst many other, amongst many other um, performers in our show, would all sit there and do the algebra it required to make the lines make sense. Right. And sometimes that is musical because it is just a different eight count or it's a different BPM or something. And I would watch them do it time and time again effortlessly. I'd watch them edit themselves in real time. I would have David at the end of a take, looking at me saying, oh, I know, I know what I did on that one. And I would simply look at him and say, because he said, I know it was wrong on that one. And I would say, what part thereof? Like there is, <laughs> there was absolutely nothing wrong with it. But, I, would, you know, we had this sort of shorthand. I'd know when he wanted another. So I'd say, let's go again. And we'd give him another one and he would do something else. And it would just be a slight pivot. It wouldn't be he changed the word or he dropped the the or whatnot david just literally changed the prism of light that he was emitting and somehow it felt differently and when he's in that scene with the likes of lauren joaquina um, demi all of our other cast members they bring just the best out of each other and i think that's what we really achieved in texas while making this show there was a overall understanding of just like leave the ego and leave everything else at the door we want to come in here and we want to get the truth right. We want to chase the truth. Last thing I'll say is Bass Reeves is 1,000% the Lone Ranger. Can we just get that out of the way for those <laughs> listening and watching that are going to find this interview? Listen. That is, I'm not going to call it a whitewashing, but uh-huh. come on. Like he, and like he brought all these guys to a jail in Detroit, 3,000. Ten years later, they start a radio show called The Lone Ranger based on what he has done. That is insane. I'm sorry. Damien, I'm a huge fan of your work, man. I am so excited for your episodes as well. Thank you for this. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time, man. 
Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available, www.mmcpodcast.com.